Did you know that the police in Boston were broadcasting, this is a drill, this is a drill, on bullhorns during the marathon? That the Boston Globe was tweeting that a demonstration bomb would be set off during the marathon for the benefit of bomb squad activities? And that one would be set off in one minute in front of the library, which happened as the Globe had announced? That peering through the smoke, you could see bodies with missing arms and legs, but there was no blood. That the blood only showed up later and came out of a tube. That they used amputee actors in a studio-quality smoke machine. That the prosecution of the brothers blaming them for the crime was staged. Don't let yourself be played. Check out. And nobody died in Boston either. Hi, this is Gary King. If you'd like to find out why the Boston Marathon is one of the most embarrassing, laughable hoaxes ever perpetrated on the American people, then go to PatriotRadioBooks.com. That's PatriotRadioBooks.com. Ralph Sanjay, WGSO. Ladies and gentlemen, the last president of the United States of America. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweigh the dangers which are cited to justify it. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. Battle of New Orleans Radio with your hosts, Nathan Lawrenson, Caleb Hitt, and Goyne on 990 WGSO. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Battle of New Orleans Radio. Right here on 990 AM, WGSO in the heart of the Crescent City, home of the First Amendment. I'm Nathan Lawrence, and along with my fantastic co-host. Goyam. What's up, Goyam? Not much, man. Busy day, busy day. Busy day. When I was leaving the house I, I, this morning, I seen that, uh, you know, Steve Scalise got shot uh, in, his, in his hip area. Um, just like as clockwork, like you've predicted and you've been telling me for at least you know for the last three years since 2014 you've been you've been telling me this that you know look as soon as the NBA playoffs end look within two to three days it's just chaos yeah and the reason why is because this is the biggest lull Nathan in the sports calendar every year right now there's no football to distract us the NBA just ended the NHL Stanley Cup just ended no college football the Lemmings are not distracted. It's easier for us to ingest this new world order uh, propaganda, so that's why they do it now. Yeah, that's right. why it always happens like clockwork. Now we saw this uh, last year with the Pulse nightclub, June twelfth, two thousand sixteen, and we saw it two years ago, two days after the NBA Finals with Dylan Roof, right. and, and and Dylan Roof was tied into the this global initiative to take away your monuments here. And they're doing it everywhere else at the same time. You don't think this has a, a agenda look, behind it? You're 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 totally uh, it, you know in denial. Yeah, look, we, we let's let's not be naive here. Okay, this guy was you know he supported all of these leftist organizations, right? Okay, let's just paint a picture here. He supported all these leftist organizations. Talking about the no, no, I'm talking about no, no, no. I'm talking, I'm talking about? about the shooter with James T. Oh, okay, uh-huh. Hodgkinson. Or what, what, yeah. yeah. 
So, Bernie Sanders Facebook profile right. picture. He supported all these leftist uh, organizations. Well, mm-hmm. all these leftist organizations, they're all found. They're all funded by giant foundation money. And who runs these giant foundations? These billionaires and trillionaires. These people who control trillions of dollars. Mm-hmm. These people destroy whole countries. George Soros has decimated country after country. And he's, Yugoslavia. Look at Yugoslavia. It, he had his hand in there in my homeland. It, and so my point of this, Goyim, is these people will kill millions of people. Do you think... The ends justify the means? That's right. Do you think they won't shoot a couple of congressmen? I mean, these same forces shot the 35th president of the United States. Do you not believe they will not shoot... Or anybody. I mean, look, they sprayed in 1947. Our government sprayed radiation on the people in many cities. So, look, if they'll go to lengths to run all these secret experiments, if they'll do all of these things, uh, they don't mind killing or shooting or doing anything to get their agenda through. And people will say, well, what agenda are you talking about? Well, let's just discuss what was going to happen today. There was going to be a congressional meeting, uh, and they were going to be discussing this Recreational Enhancement Act dealing with the Second Amendment. And it was, you know, some pro-Second Amendment legislation. It was 18 parts to it, 18 provisions. And, you know, it was going to be some, you know, very pro-Second Amendment. There was some pro-Second Amendment stuff dealing with silencers and suppressors, um, dealing with, um, you know, transferring of firearms and, and a lot of good stuff, you know, if you're a pro-Second Amendment person, which which obviously we are. Um, so now all that's, all that's gone. Mm-hmm. So that got canceled. Yep. And I heard Rand Paul this morning, one of the first sound bites I heard, saying, oh, it sounded, it sounded like an AR-15. Mm-hmm. So it's always it could be a twenty two. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's an AR fifteen. It's always you know, an AR. Yeah, they, they, you don't don't doesn't everybody remember um, Orlando? Well, not even Orlando. Orlando's an AR fifteen. Everywhere. Go back to Sandy Hook. Let's go back to Sandy. What, what was the, what was the gentleman's name? Adam Lanza. Uh-huh. They said AR fifteen, AR fifteen, AR fifteen. Well, come the front. There was video of the AR fifteen. Not a, you know actually being in a, in a uh, in a trunk. It wasn't even at the school. Uh, so, look, there's always – they always push this particular narrative. And, and listen, when we say false flag, look, there could be real shootings. There could be an injury to Scalise. We don't know. You don't know. You weren't there. No offense. But you, you don't yeah, trust the mass – We're not saying – we're not saying this is a fake story. Yeah, look, you don't trust the mainstream media, but yet you trust this uh, lockstep. But listen, our, our question is this. I looked after this happened today, Nathan – at this guy's profile, this Hutchinson guy or whatever, however you pronounce it, the guy who supposedly shot Scalise. And um, he had about 400 friends. And weirdest part about it, Nathan, was... His page is deleted now. Well, sure. yeah, it's all deleted. <laughs> they had people commenting on his page, and it was weird. It was just wide open. You could comment on it, and I commented something on it. But my point was, I started looking at his friends list. He had like 400 friends. They were all single with no kids. And they all pretty much had the same... <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? His- 400... Adults, just about 400 adults oh, in the average age of 40 to 60, no kids. Without. Now, we know with the depopulation, that's one thing. But come on, 400 of them? But look, they all were the same. They all had Bernie Sanders profile pictures and whatnot. They all had these really stale comments like, well, we got to do something about Trump. 
It's just like it, it looked like a robotic uh, like profiles almost. You know, almost like when we get these friend requests from these uh, beautifully uh, it, it, clad it, it, women. Every guy can spot these out. Like, no way in hell this chick's digging on yeah, me. Yeah, it, come on. Yeah, it, Jane Fineass from Marrero is sending you this. Jane uh, Fonda. Yeah. Oh, it's close to Jane yeah. Fonda. Yeah, she might said, be real. Like, she's from like, Marrero? She's like half naked on the profile pic. And like, oh. dude, 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 get out of here. Well, it is the summertime, so uh, it could be real. You know, we got one of your other friends that, like, accepted her as a friend. Do you got, have got a one... pool? They're like, yeah, that's crazy, man. So you're not going to believe that, but you're going to believe this stuff. Look, listen, listen. We have our guard up. Look, we've been saying it. I've been saying it for a while that the sports calendar uh, dictates a lot of this stuff. It really does. And right now, guess what? We had the shooting at the UPS uh, office in San Francisco today. The fire in London? Yeah, the fire in London last night. There's going to be more right now because of this lack of uh, you know distraction from the sports. No more LeBron. Yeah, no more LeBron to be worried about. No fantasy football to distract you going with. Well, guess what? There's a Stanley Cup, all that. Right now, the next two, three months, protests, stage protests, paid protesters, civil it- unrest, false flags. Mass shootings, you name it. The agenda, and oh, don't forget ISIS. We got to have green screen ISIS. Of course, we have to go to war in Iran. You know that. Oh yeah, we have we, to do that. Got- so that's the next thing. The next thing we're going to have, Nathan, is we're going to have something tying in Iran. Well, well, no, check this out. What happened now? Iran this Uh-oh, week. What did Iran do today? Came out and stated, "We see that LeBron is over. We must attack." Yeah. Yes. It's- they said death to Saudi Arabia. No, they they is came- NBA finals over. My new world order elite. Yeah. Can I now strike? Yes. I just got a phone call from Tel Aviv. <laughs> oh, Mossad, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah well, well, look. Just this week, the Iranians came out and stated that they have proof and documentation that the U.S. is behind ISIS. And then the Russians came out as well and said, "Yeah, we also have proof that they've been." That the U.S. has been working with ISIS in Chechnya. Israel and America didn't do nothing. Yes, yes. They, and they use Saudi Arabia as their little lapdog. <laughs> That's our Iranian voice. Iranian-Russian. Uh. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But anyways, you know, look, it's not I told you so because we're not proud to be proud of these situations. Just like with the monuments. It, we were screaming about it for a while. It's a, it's a horrible feeling right now. Just like with this situation here. The agenda is... Is to push what? Gun legislation? That's what you're going to hear. Absolutely. That's what you're going to hear from Diane Feinstein. That's what you're going to hear from these talking heads on MSNBC. Mr. and Miss America, turn them all in. And they, they're they, they're going to have the softball game or baseball game tomorrow, and they're all wearing LSU gear. I just found out, Nathan, they're going to be wearing It's going to be so honorable, you know, and it's going to be— Boston I'm, Pride. I'm going to throw this out there. Look, we've had David Duke on our show, and he's controversial. We've had Black Panthers on the show. We've had controversial guests. We're going to have Arlene Ed, Barnum. We've had Arlene Barnum on, the African-American lady with the five-foot by three-foot Confederate flags. But guess what? I know this much. That's 15 square feet. That's 15 square feet if you add it all up. All right, David Duke and Steve Scalise, if you go back a couple years ago, you guys might remember this story locally uh, where Scalise attended an event that was hosted by David Duke, a European pride event, and Scalise said... Scalise said that basically he wasn't there. He had nothing to do with it. He's not part of that movement. And, uh, you know, Duke is not uh, well-liked with the New World Order elitists and these these dual citizens that we talk about on the show. So long story short, think about it. Scalise got pulled up. He's in D.C. He's, He's in with them. And now, who knows what the situation is, Nathan? We got a phone call. I don't know if we have to. How much time do we have to break, B.J.? 
About a minute. All right, Flame and Lib, we'll give you one minute, buddy. Go ahead. No, we'll, we'll come back to you after the break, too. What you got? Go ahead. Go ahead, Flame and Lib. Thank you, gentlemen. And I was kicked off a radio station earlier for saying what I'm going to say tonight. Say it. And I know say you it. We're not scared of that. Home of the First Amendment, baby. Yes, and I'm not going to say anything I'm ever going to apologize for. Okay. Just don't curse. I'm going to say some things that needed to be said. All right. First okay. of all, President Trump has said that he could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue, and his supporters will still support him. Now, I think that is very irresponsible talk. Because there are people who are mentally unbalanced in this country, and when they hear the president of the United States say things like he could shoot somebody and essentially uh, be complimented for it or, or still be supported, it, it, takes, it takes violence into a realm where people think, well, maybe violence can be justified in some cases. Yeah. Yeah. Now, n- another important point, um, and look, I-, I wish Steve Scalise no harm. I hope he's cured well, and well and uh, back to the job. Neither do we. But... I have to say some things that needed to be, needs to be said. I think, and you gentlemen will probably disagree with me, and that's fine. Maybe. I maybe think not. it is insane that someone can purchase a weapon of mass destruction. Oh, yeah, we're going to disagree. Like an AK-47 with a 100-round magazine. Oh, I, I have one. Firearm without a criminal background check. This madman who did the shooting today evidently purchased this gun probably from another individual without a background check because he has a criminal record. But, I don't see how he could have legally purchased but, a firearm. But Flame and Lib, you could do that. If you if I wanted to carry out this atrocity, I wouldn't worry about you, it. You're on a one-way death mission. What does going to get a legal firearm have to do with anything? I would just purchase one on the street for a bag of crack or something. Well, we, I know people will always find a way to get guns, just like they will always find a way to get drugs. But we can save some lives. Automobiles will never be 100% safe. What about doctors? Doctors kill almost 300,000. Should we ban doctors? No, we shouldn't. But doctors don't cure all their cases. But we're 300,000 people doctors kill a year. 300,000. That's right. And that's uh, control and and regulation. Guns are only about 12,000. Doctors, 300. I'm more scared of doctors. Now, Steve Scalise... Look, look, we got to go to a break. We're going to come back to you, Flame. Hold on there. Battle of New Orleans Radio. Right back. Enjoy fresh fruit grown in your yard. JohnnyAppleseedTrees.com delivers and installs fruit trees and fruiting vines to your home or condo. Proudly serving Kenner, Metairie, and New Orleans. Apples, apricots, blackberries, citrus, figs, grapes, peaches, pears, persimmons, plums, and raspberries. All the trees and fruiting vines are grown right here in South Louisiana. Check out the fruit tree guide for more information and visit JohnnyAppleseedTrees.com today. It's a great time to plant johnnyappleseedtrees.com as the corporate media dies metrinail.com and the daily resistance.com continue to give you a decentralized and independent take on the latest current events as well as historical reference to help you wade through the propaganda of the prostitute media our mission is to inform the people of new orleans about the issues of freedom health world events and much more so that we as a community can thrive in the 21st century only with an informed public will we truly be free and independent so take a look at MetroNow.com or TheDailyResistance.com as your independent news source. Y'all remember Augie's Glass Garden in Mattery? They are now Augie's Restaurant, located at 6005 Jefferson Highway in Harahan, right before the bend. They have lunch and dinner specials, and Tuesday night is steak night. Augie's Restaurant has private banquet rooms, perfect for wedding receptions, bridal showers, and cocktail parties, and can accommodate from 50 to 300 people. 
Sunday brunch includes free champagne and dessert from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Come visit Augie at Augie's Restaurant, 6005 Jefferson Highway. See you there. Whether you're in the real estate market to buy, sell, lease, or looking for someone just to manage your properties, look no further than Paula Bourne with Plantation Properties. She has 34 years' experience and is an expert of all of the latest programs available to homeowners. She has been my trusted realtor for years now. So please call Paula Bourne with Plantation Properties at 504-858-9293. That's 504-858-9293. Renovations your way. They renovate to fit your needs with complete customer service from start to finish that goes way beyond the job. With over 20 years experience and they are fully insured and they support the Battle of New Orleans Radio to unite the metro area in the fight for liberty. Visit us on the web at renovationsyourway.com or call me, Daniel, at 985-402-5916. That's 985-402-5916. Renovationsyourway.com. Mention you heard about us on Battle of New Orleans Radio and receive a 10% discount. Does your house have a clogged-up toilet, faulty electrical wires, or AC or heater just isn't blowing properly? Well, call Herman with Superior AC, Electrical, and Plumbing at 985-781-0418. Also specializes in new construction and covers the whole New Orleans metro area. So please, call our friend Herman with Superior AC, Electrical, and Plumbing at 985-781-0418. That's 985-781-0418. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Battle of New Orleans Radio right here in the home of the First Amendment, 990 AM, WGSO in the heart of the Crescent City. We're back, baby. So let's go back to the flaming liberal. Flaming and then we're liberal. going to go to Joseph after you, buddy. All right, so uh, go ahead, David. Continue. Flaming liberal was flaming before flaming was cool. You're really not that flaming, though. Go ahead. Okay, thank you. Um, you know, before I go on to my second point, let me restate another point. Um, Republicans universally are against universal background checks. Maybe if the madman who did the shooting today, I'm not a Republican. Uh, maybe, just maybe, maybe he wouldn't get, been able to access a, a deadly weapon like an AK-47 with a likely it. high round magazine it, capacity. It, it, maybe, hey, hold, hold, hold up, Flaming Liberal. I got a question for you. Okay. Let, let me ask you this, and I'm going to let you, you make your point. Do you not, do, would we agree that the people that actually run and control the government worldwide are that they run the corporations, they run the central banks, they run the war machine with these same and, and they control the right and the left. Would these people not use an event like this to get their agenda passed? Would they not? OK, in the 60s and 70s, there was Operation Gladio that happened in Europe where they were shooting people, blowing people up to get their political agenda through. I mean, we've seen this time and time again. I can give you countless, uh, you know, examples of this. Do you not find it um, coincidental that there was some pro-Second Amendment legislation going to be uh, talked about today, and then we have a uh, shooting event like this today? Is that not coincidental or what? Well, I don't know what their agenda is, but I know I have an agenda, and that's trying to save human life because God loves everyone equally. And Fire everyone your doctor. Planned Parenthood. is important. Now, maybe Ooh. these police would not be in a hospital room tonight with a serious wound, uh, maybe uh, about to dock on the pearly gates, maybe, just maybe, 
if there would have been a background check for this person, and maybe ah. this guy would not have a fire. Steve Scalise maybe has himself to blame for this horrible tragedy. Come on, now, another, you, you're reaching another, on that one, bro. What's up, sorry? You're reaching on that one. Okay, fine. If you want to see it that way, that's your right. I mean, look, did this guy could have went? I, look, right now. I mean, we could have all the felonies we want. I could walk anywhere in New Orleans for a bag of heroin and get me a gun. Well, that's but that's the but that's but, but, but what? what what is a background check going to do when I can go anywhere and get weapons? Your your Obama administration that you loved and praised so much actually was was running guns that killed people uh, uh, in this country. You know, with that with the whole uh, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. Okay, look, let me make my second point, but briefly on what you said. You know, most criminals get their guns off the street, like you just said. Most of those guns are stolen. We need smart Our guns. government was actually putting guns on the street to trace them. Order by chaos. That started under George W. Bush, I think. You're talking no. about fast fear. But let me make my point. We Eric Holder ran that whole operation. We need mandatory gun locks on every weapon. Oh, hell no. Hell yes. no. It will save lives. Are now, you serious? So, yes, so, uh, so you want you want less freedom? Do we not need more no. freedom in this country? Do we, we not? Right. Why, why do we must live in this 1984 control grid society where I got to have some government uh, slave entity tell me when I can fire a gun, when I can't fire a gun, when I can get up and take a piss, when I can't go to the bathroom, when I can go to the fridge? I mean, they're not never going to stop flaming liberal. But the more right. control, they'll they'll just. They're gonna. The government's job is to rob you, rape you, pillage you, then and kill you. Then eliminate you so they don't have Whenever to pay Social right, Security back. You have a responsibility when you have a weapon, a firearm, to protect that weapon from getting into the hands of a violent person. Now, my second point, Steve Scalise and other many Republicans voted 60 times to repeal Obamacare. Obamacare has a provision that provides mental health services. And the new Republican uh, bill that Scalise voted for does not have that provision. Look, I dated a nurse who worked in mental health yeah, services. I'm married to me, There are people who are paranoid schizophrenic who hear voices as well as you hear my voice and as well as I hear yeah, your voice. Yeah, they exist. When these people don't get treatment, many of them turn violent and they commit violent, horrible crimes. Now, these they could steal a car and drive. They could steal a car and mow down a whole crowd of people. You, okay. would, you will do more damage with that than with a firearm. Well... People will always find a way to kill people. It's, exactly. It they will but always find a way, whether it's with a spoon, a ruger, a knife, a key, a shovel, poison a car, poison. Some food. poison. Okay, what then? Using your logic, let's give everybody a holocaust with a nuclear warhead, okay? Because no, 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 no. A nuclear, no. I'm against, I'm against nuclear power. I'm okay. against nuclear. I'm against anything nuclear because I know it will be the death of us. And no. Iran might have something like that, too, so we got to do something about that soon. People with mental illnesses need to access health care and receive treatment and medication. We would have less violent crime from those people. Look, there was More a medicines. lady police officer that oh. was killed a few years ago in New ye Orleans ye by a guy, I think, who was denied ye because of Bobby Jindal's budget cuts, denied mental health. You know, you know but, but, but here's, here's the problem with that, uh, and we got to go. We'll go on the break. Here's the problem, Flaming Liberal. You're right. These people do need health care, but... The, the double-edged sword with the health care is put them on more SSRI drugs that change your mental capacity. And these drugs make you homicidal. They make you suicidal. So let's put them on more drugs that just whack you out of your mind. Mm -hmm.
Well, there, there are people with health problems who have been helped with, with mental health services and medication, I promise you. That's a medical fact. But it, you know you know what is a medical fact? You cannot – they cannot determine what kind of mental – there's not one test. we got 30 seconds. There's not one test they can they can give you to say, oh, you have a mental condition. There's not a blood seconds. test. There's not a neuro, neuro test. Psychiatry, psychology is a crackpot medicine. Thank Flaming you, liberal liberal. Thank you. All right. We're com- coming to a hard break. We're going to take Joseph next. Battle of New Orleans Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We are, we are airing live from Tehran right now. This, this, we do not have electricity. No, no electricity. And that's a play on some guy telling me, oh, Iran doesn't even have technology over yes. there. So we got to bomb them. We got to save them by bombing them. We got to save their lives by bombing. They want to blow up the, the, this, this evil country in Israel. They want to, to destroy them, they say. Our greatest ally. Oh, oh, but what did Iran say this week? Oh, they said they have documentation we that, don't... that the U.S. is behind ISIS. Oh, what a surprise. NBA Finals is now over. We must now attack. Oh, oh! you must be blasting from Tel Aviv, my friend. <laughs> Listen, it's pretty clear the NBA Finals are over. We're going to see a lot of false flags. Oh, Pay attention. It, it, I'm going to say there's going to be one tomorrow. I'm saying it right now. And look, when Taking we say false there's flags, gonna one, there's going to be a big event. And, and right, we're going to Joe's here in just a second. Before we say false, when we say false flags, look, they've tamed, they've turned this whole narrative and this everything's fake. We're not saying it's fake. They it's use the pro- momentum against you, like like you got a, a, a bull coming, Nathan. And you got that red sheet, and, and you use that bull's momentum against it, against that red uh, sheet that you're dangling. They use that momentum. Uh, it oh, might yeah. be, you know, their bullet holes real. People die sometimes. Sometimes there's crisis actors. No matter what the case, the agenda is real every time. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, they will use just like during Operation Gladio in the '70s in Europe. They was really killing people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? These people will annihilate nations. Yep. Taking out a con- – shooting a congressman to get their agenda is nothing. The ends justify the means. Oh. And order by chaos. Order by ca- chaos. Yep, yep. And we're going to see a lot of that this summer. We're no. going to see a lot of protests this summer. I, I mean you look at uh, you know, a, a classic example of a false flag, uh, February 27, 1933, the Reichstag fire. You know, right after Hitler got into power in Germany. You know, you look at the USS Liberty, 1967. You look at the Levon Affair. Got us into Vietnam. Yeah, absolutely. You look at the Levon Affair. You look at how many countries the United States has overthrown. Uh, we overthrew the Iranians' government twice. You know what I'm saying? So Still waiting for the apology from Israel on that USS yeah. Liberty. But all right, look, we got uh, look, the lines are pretty full, and we yeah. are going to get KK, who is the— Lead guy who's been out at the Drew Monument. We're gonna get him on shortly, yep. and we got a lot of calls on the line. Let's, Let's go, to, go Joseph. to Joseph. Joseph, make it quick, man. I'll give you about a minute and a half. Go ahead. Well, uh, first of all, I want to find out maybe tonight on George Norris show, Coast to Coast. Yes, li- he is fine, man. This. Listen to George. But but here's what's on my mind. I'm hearing what you people say, and you I people. want to hear what you people professional research investigator by the name of Jim Morris has uh-huh. to say. Not just and not just him, but Alex Jones, Joseph Ventura. He's not he's not going to go for any of this. He's 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 finished with this uh, because of the stuff that's happened to him. But um, uh, what I you know I, we certainly aren't hearing that the Russians are are behind us. We're, the we're Russians, Putin, the Democrats. We're not, we're not hearing that from the Republicans. Uh, you you would think the Russians would feel left out. But, uh, you know, I, I really would like Putin to put his own... He used to be KGB. Sure. 
And uh, the Russians still have a top-notch intelligence service, a foreign intelligence gathering service. I would love to have an honest investigation <clears throat> from them into this whole affair if we have the guts enough and the stomach enough to hear what they have to say, if they say the truth. And I don't think we're going to like to hear what they have to say, but if it's the truth... The truth is the truth. Hey, Joseph, look, we got to get to the other callers. Uh, we appreciate the call, and we're going to go now to Clarence and Slido. Go ahead, Clarence. Hey, Nate, and uh, my sports coach is down the way. I'm calling him. I hope you have to get mad. Last Thursday, I caught uh, part of it while I was at work. I was uh, driving because part of my job was with uh, with pest controls. I was able to hear you. I wanted to say thanks. It seemed like some guy was like doubting what you had mentioned because it's presented. You can't argue against well, truth. And, and what? And what? Uh, refresh me, Clarence. Like show last week. I don't remember the topic. Um, All right. Uh, in, in the last couple calls I made, it was either about the was it about the clergy plan in Europe where uh, the Europeans are going to be uh, decimated. They must relocate Muslims yeah. out of your uh, out of the Middle East permanently, and that's where these wars come into play. Was, was it about that, or was, was it about, about the clergy ISIS? plan? I think it was. It's. Uh, I was going to uh, listen to the podcast, and I didn't, so I have my act together, and I don't. Got a little homework uh, to do, buddy. The get on plan is one of them. If you get a chance. Before I go, the uh, Harry Rosenthal interview on YouTube, or I guess you can read the transcripts, and I've just got quite a few emails. I realize it depends on the topic, and it's at your discretion if you use it. Uh, but I would hope he'd share quite a few of them with you, uh, like the Myron Fagan interview. But look, look, I tell you what, I tell you. The guy was being rude to you last week, and you actually were presenting something that actually happen how can you argue against the truth uh, i don't know oh well look th that happens look people you know why clarence and look send me emails at battle nola at gmail look people get so emotionally tied uh clarence that once they're tied emotionally um w once they're tied emotionally that's it you know what i mean it facts and truth do not matter at that point so i can right. present all the evidence i mean i, I have all the proof and all the evidence that the United States and the, the, the entities that back the United States government uh, funds, started, controls, and steers ISIS. Okay, there's over 19,000 CIA-connected bank accounts for the CIA and ISIS. So we can't, out of one side of our mouth, pretend to fight ISIS, and on the other half, we, you know, we fund them and give them weapons and all of this. You know, it's yeah. just, it's total garbage. And for all these talk show hosts to get up there uh, and not do their damn homework, I'm not picking on anybody, on one particular, anybody, but look, people need to do their homework. It, it's right there. It's, it's This stuff is so easy to find. If I can find that I'm a blubbering idiot. If I can find this stuff, you know, other people should be able to find the stuff and, and, all why, you, and why would they hide it because we don't we don't seem to catch on anyway but clarence listen we got a couple more calls to deal with man, appreciate oh, it send us appreciate the call call in next week man battle, battle nola at gmail That's, email me some stuff battle nola at gmail thanks buddy appreciate right, it clarence. we're going through a couple more calls here well we got jay in covington you're on the air battle of new orleans radio good evening guys um after hearing about this um, assassination attempt on scalise um what i I heard was just crazy. Um, they're blaming Rush Limbaugh, Sean Vanity, uh, blaming guns. I 
Now, when they got the guns, now I'm re- I'm for responsible gun ownership. I am for having you should have to take a class. I don't you know you know forget my own law by law, but take a class on gun safety and uh, I'm even for. But if you eliminate guns like these gun nuts, these these gun control nuts, it's never enough, guys. L- look, because I- what happens is this guy shoots up people. He's He's killed a few people. He gets killed himself. Something's going to happen in two or three months. And is it? It's not enough. We need to get tougher gun laws. And that's the easy way out. You know, just go ahead and eliminate all the guns from people having guns. All the citizens have guns, and just the criminals have guns. Still gonna have shooting guys. Well, listen. I mean, look. We we've talked about it before. Gun bans, uh, depopulation, relocation plans. I mean, these are the things you got to watch out for. Depopulation, they, vaccines, uh, Planned Parenthood. That kills uh, way more. Look, guns yeah. only kill t- ten but, to twelve thousand. But this is a big agenda for the new world order for it, sure to disarm us it, because, it, from a tyrannical government, which is where we're getting. I at. mean, you look at the Arme- Armenians got deci- Armenians got decimated. In the early early uh, 20th century, they took the guns. And what, over a million Armenians got decimated by, by the Turks, right? Yep. It, it, I, I mean, and you, you just go on and on. And look, our, our phone lines are kind of blowing up tonight. Uh, we got Taxi T uptown. Go ahead. You're on the air. Come to Renee next. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, uh, all day I'm at work, when I'm out and about, even when I'm not at work, I try to talk to people about what's happening. And, like, they're basically like a bunch of people basically walking off the <laughs> Of life and basically, <laughs> as long as as long as they live in a little comfortable home, uh, you know everything smooth for them. That's all they care about. That's what I feel that's like right. they're stuck on stupid. You're right about that, T. Uh... Uh, taxi T there. Um, you know, it's 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 a situation where, like you said, if they're comfortable and they got a little food in their stomach and they and it's not going to affect their comfort zone. We saw that with the monuments. I mean, you know, as long as it didn't affect their, you know, they cared about it. They care about these subjects, but what is it? How is that going to affect their bottom line? Are they going to be able to get their eight hours of sleep tonight, or is they going to be able to pay their bills, or are they going to get their shekels? And we saw that with the um, supposed three percenters. The New Orleans Fire Department was right there, lockstep, helping them uh, take the monuments down. They they weren't there to protect us. New Orleans Police Department stood down. No, absolutely. So, I mean, and there's rumors now that maybe it possibly Chief McConnell actually owned one of the companies that was involved with the monument removal and you go search some of his there's a couple of businesses he has on the secretary of state's uh page and one of them it go it's it's out of shreveport and south carolina and listen we got a couple calls on the line and we have a kind of a special guest call in for about five minutes there his name's kk he's at the drew monument now in new orleans there still is monuments up there still are people trying to resist yep. this believe it or not so we're going to try to get on the line with him we got and we get got, an update real quick with him we also have renee and uh, we got we got also Charlie from Los Angeles. We got Charlie and La- Charlie. We're gonna go no, to you really quick. We got maybe one minute, right? Go on, go on. We got one more thing I want to oh, say. Oh, oh, go ahead, T Taxi T. Go ahead. Thirteen. I think look, we got thirteen years left according to Agenda Twenty One to depopulate the planet by eighty percent. And you know things already been getting hectic, and you know at a high percentage rate with uh, craziness with the media because they control the media and everything. Mm-hmm. But basically, I feel like in the next. Through, you know, with, uh, like you said, basketball and everything's over, and they're going to be starting to do more paid protests and all this shit. My bad for cursing. But anyway, I just thought... Uh, we got to let, let you go, T. Sorry yeah, about that. curse on the air. All right. So, 
All right, when we come back, we're going to break. When we come back, we're going to go to Renee we and Charlie. We know people are excited. And Charlie and we're going to get Angeles. KK at the Drew Monument right. live. And uh, we're going to finish out the first hour. On Call us loop. back next week, T. No problem. Call us back next week. A little bit more uh, PC. We'll be back. Ballin' Orleans Radio. All right, we're back. Ballin' Orleans Radio. Look, we've been at the front and center on this monument issue. You know, um, you know, we're all busy. But the guy we got on the line right now, i got to give him a lot of credit. And, um, you know, this guy has been in the media, in the newspapers. Uh, you know, he's been targeted, I feel like. And we're going to get his um, quick take on that. Uh, he goes by the name KK. He's out there at the Drew Monument right now. And, you know, we've been we've been involved with these monuments for a while. This guy's out there, and he's not giving up. A lot of people in New Orleans in this area have given up. They have not shown up. They have not supported him. They've not supported a lot of the people trying to save these monuments. And uh, we're really glad to have him on the air. He's probably out there now if I were to take a guess. And, uh, KK, look, we, we only have about a five-minute uh, segment, and we want to get you on on another show maybe next week. But yeah, really, studio. Yeah, listen, yeah, maybe even come in the studio if you can get away from the monument there. But, listen, we appreciate you coming on on such short notice for a little five-minute segment well, we got here. And give us an update of what's going on, what you've experienced. Give us the Cliff Notes version of what's going on right now. You're at the Drew Monument, I take it. And uh, give yeah, us a, give, I'm sitting in my truck right now. And listen, you, you you were out there with the, with your AR-15. You've been out there. They've been trying to tow vehicles. You guys have had Antifa attack you guys. So give our listeners oh, yeah. basically what's happened to you. Okay, so what happened to me is we got an attack on May 1st, as everyone knows. Um, but it's really continuing, but on a smaller scale. We have people come by to instigate us, to aggravate us, to get us going. And we shy, we shy away from that. But when they do become a threat... Um, it's a problem because there's only so much we can really do. Mm-hmm. So what we've been doing is we've been protecting ourselves with mace. That's like our first line of defense mm-hmm. because what, if it gets physical, we put hands on people that could turn into a whole other problem. And right. KK, have so, you guys have you guys been experiencing a lot of resistance lately at the Drew Monument? Um, over the weekend, we did. Okay, and listen, oh, oh. and be, and before I forget, if anybody's listening, they want to come support uh, these people. KK leading the way down there at the Drew Monument. What do you guys need down there from us? Do you need more people to come down there? You need any supplies? I think I saw on Facebook you were asking for some Red Bull to get through the nights and some you know yeah. cold water, you know stuff like exactly. that. I, I mean, ideally, I would love it for more people to come out here. I have a lot of kids, and I've mm-hmm. been dedicating a lot of time to this, mm-hmm. and. Overnights to this, and I would really like to get some days off and things like that. And that's just hard because every time we leave, something gets desecrated. You're right. You're right about that. Irreplaceably destroy something. So we need to make an active stand and make ourselves known. So mm-hmm. if I could get more people, even the younger group of people, like my age bracket, between 21 to 35, to come down here and donate time. Don't just sit at home in the AC or say, oh, because it's raining, we're not going to come out. Mm-hmm. You know, Things like that. We do this through the rain. We do this through the heat. We do this. We just need more people down here to help us out. Give us a hand. Um, water. Water is always great. Ice. Things like that. We we can only dump so much money into this ourselves. Yeah. I and mean, it, it, I, because yeah. of because of all the threats we've been getting, my family's been getting. My family's been living in a hotel with the kids and everything. We're looking at. I just got my truck. We're looking at moving this week. Um, wow. And listen, like hey, KK, do you feel like you've been targeted? This whole 
this uh this expose on the trident company basically infiltrating and you've been out there for all the four monuments and then now the drew monument do you feel there were looking back on it that you've been red flagged or that we that the pro monument factions got uh infiltrated and now they've red flagged Absolutely. you guys i go against everything that they're trying to say mm-hmm. me being down here is a threat to what they are saying mm-hmm. and their narrative it's an absolute threat i'm not white i'm not black i'm indian mm-hmm. i'm from my parents are first generation immigrants from india I'm the biggest threat to them because my dream is the American dream. Umbra. What I want is our rights to stand up. My mm-hmm. parents left this country because of what, and they hated doing it, but because of what's going on and how it ended up happening. Mm-hmm. They just couldn't see staying here as their rights are getting taken away one by one. Yep. Well, listen, if anybody's listening, go down to the Drew Monument. Bring some water. Go bring some water, some Red Bulls. I don't know, pack a smoke, some food, something. Come and, uh, stand with us. Come stand Absolutely. with them. That's for the most important thing you could do. KK is saying, come stand. We know Phil the Patriot. He's a longtime listener of the show. He comes out there. Uh, you know, a lot of us are depressed on what's happened. But look at KK's spirit. He's not giving up. He's not sitting on his hands and saying, well, we lost. Or, it's over with. It's over with or quit. He's got the spirit to keep pushing forward. So, KK, we appreciate and, uh, that. Real quick, mm-hmm. we also started a new group down here to shy away from just the Confederate stuff to really make it about American rights because it's our rights as Americans that are being taken away. Absolutely. And the that's new a good... group is mm-hmm. called the Pirate Defenders of American Freedom. Hey, how... New Orleans was saved by the pirates. Absolutely. KK, how can our listeners find this and follow this on social media, if nothing else, and find out what's going on day to day? Um, if they get on my Facebook page, it is K-A-N-J-A-K-S-H-A-K-U-M-A-R-K-A-T-T-A. Um, if you get on my Facebook page and you want to be friends with me, you have to uh, send me a message first, unless we have mutual friends, and I have to request you. Sounds Chances good. Are at this point, we'll have mutual friends. Yep, sounds good, KK. And again, anybody listening wants to go down there, go support them, go meet KK, go meet his group. And stand by the Drew Monument. That's right there by Canal and Jefferson Davis. KK, appreciate you coming on. We're going to have you on another time this, uh, maybe the next couple weeks or maybe next week or the following week. Again, we yeah, appreciate you. Let me know. Yeah, man, we appreciate you. Get hang you in, in there, man. You guys be safe. We'll Keep, do. Yeah, hang in there. Keep fighting the good fight, and we appreciate you coming on the show. All right, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, right, yeah. I mean, I, I do uh, applaud KK's efforts. He's been out there. I mean, for weeks Non-stop. and weeks and weeks and weeks, and uh, you know, he must have a strong, a strong woman for sure. It's been standing he's got by, kids and yeah, yeah I mean, because he's going through a lot. You know that you already know, Goyim, that it puts a lot of strain. Oh yeah, I mean, just a little bit. We've been out there. I want to go drop some smokes and some Red Bull out to him tonight, and uh, and my, my wife kind of like, well, you know, I got pressure on me not to, not even to drop it off, but. It's just the way it is. I mean, that's comfort zone stuff, and I get it. It's and we, the way. And we'll go bring him a case of water. When we bring leave. him a case of water. Do something for him, man. We got to do something. Everybody's got to step up. You know, we, I think the Ballin New Orleans crew and Phil the Patriot and Richie, we were all really involved early on. But when these monuments started coming down, you know, it, go ahead, Nathan. It, what were you gonna say? Oh, we got one minute left. And what I want to talk about is, look, we have a hard time selling commercials on this on this show, and this is something we we never do. Look, we need help. This show costs us good money. A lot of money. A lot of money. Okay, we need help. And if we can't sell advertising, we got to pay for it. Or if you want to try out and be a third guest. We're yeah, always if, looking. If, we've if, had many 
come and go, but it, we can't really find that for that third band member. Anybody that wants to, you know, uh, come uh, be a fill-in host. Look, anybody that wants to buy an ad, we have some cheap ads. We have no experience on the radio no, whatsoever. No, look, c- come just, join yeah. us. Or look, if you just want to send us – if we can get 100 people to send us $5 a month, mm-hmm. it would it, – man, it, it would it would change our life with this show. All right, well, you look, know? we're coming to a hard break. Battle of New Orleans Radio. We're going to be right back. we got a couple calls online. Charlie Renee, we're coming to you. Ed Bruski, Nolan Mayer, a candidate in the second hour. We'll be right back. Battle of New Orleans Radio. The fucking look what they've done. They took the gold from Gaddafi and the petrol from Hussein. Playing God with Assad's democratic regime. All over your Talmud vision, ISIS is seen. But that big plasma screen is a crisis machine. High definition for the Goyim. Holy hola hoax. Ilya Ehrenberg's dream. There's too many facets for you to understand the plan for plunder and opium and lithium in Afghanistan to justify it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. You're listening to Battle of New Orleans Radio right here on 990 AM WGSO, part of the Crescent City. We are the home of the First Amendment. We are not your controlled media, you know, like these other stations in New Orleans. We are free, independent, freedom-loving people, and we are just sick and tired of, you know, the, the games that the elitists and the establishment play, you know, amongst us. And we are just sick of it. And, and, and it starts local, Nathan. No, it absolutely. starts local. We had Frank Skurlock on last week. Well, I think he flew overseas this week. Uh, we had him on for a short segment. And yeah. uh, this week we have in studio Edward Bruski. That's right. He's, he's a mayoral uh, candidate, an independent mayoral candidate. And uh, we're excited to have him in the studio. But before... We get to Edward and discuss his, his campaign. Let's take these two calls real quick. Let's go to Renee's been holding the longest, and then we'll go to Charlie next. Go ahead, Renee. First, uh, the thing that hacked me off about the shooting the most is um, it took off the news that high-rise bar in England that was burning like a son of a gun, okay? Right. <laughs> Way more than the buildings on 911. And it would have been such a great teaching opportunity. Oh, look at that. Burning like about 20 times worse than on 911. And and the buildings are still standing, correct? That's right. It is not falling down. Uh, Well, Renee, we know jet fuel does not melt melt steel, but go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, another thing. Kurt Nemo came out with an article because, like I say, I'm an independent. Absolutely. And since Trump, so many people have turned into regular old Republicans. Kurt Nemo is now calling the alt-right the neo-neocons, and I have to agree. Okay? Um, the thing is, I'm an independent. I find good and bad on both sides. And a lot of the stuff that we've accused the left of, the right is just as sure. guilty. Okay? Now, as like I say, and I'm going to give a couple of examples here, like Chris Hedges. Now, you can't call him dumb or a coward. The man was a war correspondent for the New York Times for 20 years, you know, where the bullets were. And, you know, like you were talking earlier, uh, this whole fear of guns is so out of proportion. Oh, it's because ridiculous. Because Chris just quote, echoes my life experience on who is the most dangerous. He said, we now live in a nation where doctors destroy health, lawyers destroy justice, universities destroy knowledge, governments yep. destroy freedom, the press destroys information, religion destroys morals, and our banks destroy the economy. These are all people that we, these are the, quote, respectable people we were taught to trust. Yep. And the thing well, is, yeah, he is a socialist, but you know what? 
He's right on that. Now, another thing he's right on, I got two, and then I'll be done. Now, you go go ahead, Renee. Okay. Now, y'all, you know, are irritated by God's chosen people. But there is another group of God's chosen people that fly under the radar, okay? They're not as vocal. And to me, because of that, they're most, in some ways, they are more dangerous. And Chris Hedges, uh, studied these people for two years. He has a whole book called, uh, Christian Fascism. The thing is, there are a group of people, they feel they are the real Israelites. They're God's chosen people. They're called British Israelites, and they are Christians who believe they're, they're the real chosen people, okay? And they believe that God gave America and the world to them. And if you don't pay attention to these people... You you need to pay attention to them because they are very see they are very much in bed with a lot of these Dominionists and British Israelites and stuff. Meet with a lot of the alt right people who claim they're against the New World Order through that Council for National Policy. That group. If you have to know about these people because there's a lot of a lot of these people in the alt right who I believe are kind of acting like double agents to actually bring it. In. I'm not getting you. No, I, I agree, Renee, and we appreciate it. We got to go. Um, we appreciate that, Renee. Well, look, anything and everything gets infiltrated. Nothing is organic as far as, you know, the New World Order's agenda. There's always something, you know, just like with this uh, shooting today with uh, Steve Scalise. Now, if it's, they will use that, okay, and for example, Look at what was going to take place. There was going to be a congressional meeting today about the Recreational Enhancement Act, and it was a pro-Second Amendment act. Now that's off the table, okay? And they, you know, so you have to look. They will use all of these events uh, for their, you know, their their agenda well, for look, sure. Well, let's look on a local level. This boycott in New Orleans. Well, that that, all these that, that's mon- not that's terrible. That's a terrible idea. Was, you know what, though? You're talking about globalists or whatever, or the Walt Isaacsons or the Trilateral Commission and the people who supposedly are behind all this stuff. Let's say they want the boycott. They're fine with the boycott because most of the people that are pro-monument, they didn't want them in the city anyway, number one. Number two, uh, if, if people leave and force sale signs go up, these globalists will buy up all this stuff like they did Detroit. Well, then they'll, they'll bring in the corporations. It. Yeah, they'll resell it for uh, That's right. 20 times the price to some out-of-towners and, and – they're fine with that. Yeah. You know, they're fine with blighted properties or uh, properties that are seized by the uh, city. You know, they're fine with that. Well, Goyim, the internationalists have all the money they need. They don't need money at this point. But look, let's we have our guests in studio. Let's take this next call. We have Charlie in Los Angeles. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, just one quick comment. Now, go ahead, brother. This shooting, yeah, this shooting has all the remarks of the other shootings. There's no evidence. There's just somebody telling you all about it. And well, it's all ready to go for the talk show. Well, I mean, well, Rush Limbaugh knew who this guy was at 11 o'clock. Yeah, it's look at to convince somebody to to get somebody to come in and do the shooting. Look, you know that's too much. That's too messy. Just look, fake it. Look, just let's fake it. let's. I don't know which angle this hard is, Charlie. It's hard to say, to but I just know this: they've been caught lying over and over. In 1952, the media was taken over under Operation Mockingbird, and the CIA implemented uh, agents in every facet of all areas of media 
in every portion of it. Okay, so they they took the media over. So we can't trust the media since the 1950s. Okay, that happened. Then you look at all of these false flag events that are on record: USS Liberty, Rice Tag Fire. Uh, I mean, I can go on and on for hours about this topic. So it's really hard to believe. And then you look at the narratives behind these events. Okay, like I was just talking about with this con- congressional meeting that they were going to have today about guns. And you see Rand Paul coming out. Oh, it, was, it sounded like an AR-15. You just listen to their soundbite. So it's really hard to tell, you know, which angle they're coming at here. I just know this. It's hard if if I have a child and I have a cookie jar and it's open. And when I go, to, you know, it, well, excuse me, I have a cookie jar and it's filled with cookies. And when I come home from work that day, the cookie jar is empty and there's crumbs to my daughter's room. I'm not going to believe her, you know, when this happens every day. And this happens with. The government, look, the government in the 20th century killed 262 million, not in wartime, in peacetime. It's called democide, University of Hawaii's own numbers. Okay, so the government's not our friend. They will lie to get their agenda. And the people that run the government, not necessarily a president or a congressman, but look, the governments are ran by elitists in these foundations. Okay, that's who runs and control all the government. So they would use and do anything to get their agenda pass nothing is off the table they will decimate whole countries okay do not believe for one second they won't shoot a congressman so uh go ahead charlie you got any last statements yeah i, I don't believe they're going to shoot the congressman it's too messy it's just it's, well, like i said it's just easier well, to fake it and nobody knows the difference well AR 15 don't even shoot, kill a deer it's gun control agenda i think well I, and, and that that could very well be you look at a lot of these other events i mean there's been a lot of sketchy uh, you know, sketchy things in the past, uh, fake blood and no blood and you name it. So it's really hard to believe. It's just hard to believe. And, and here's the thing. People will say, God, you, why are you talking like this? Why are you just accepting what happened? This could be a, uh, you know, a legit event. It could be. But we I just know, know that, yeah. that we've been lied to so much. Nathan's guarded. Yeah, absolutely. I'm CNN in 1992 got caught with a fake, uh, you know, set. Like they were pretending to be in Saudi Arabia, and they were on top of the CNN building in Atlanta. I, I mean, mean, both sides are playing this. Fox News is pushing oh, similar agendas. All of know, it, because yeah. there is no right or wars left. Overseas, to, eternal wars. They're pushing the same agenda. Going the right, there is no right or left to the elite. There's mm-hmm. just control. And they the, use the right and the left only to control us. And, you, and let's look on the local level. Thanks for the call. Uh, you know, Appreciate we got it, Charlie. Ed, Ed Brewski in studio. That's right. Uh, we got to fight it on a local level, going. And, and, and these are these. This is what we want to have. We want to have people who are going to come out their comfort zone. He's here with his family, go, coming out of his comfort zone. He doesn't need to be doing this. He doesn't need, need to be putting his name out there to get uh, ostracized or challenged and, and uh, ridiculed and threatened like Nathan has with his mayoral run or Frank Skurlock and this and that, but he's doing it. He's getting out of his comfort zone. We don't know his politics totally, and that's what he's here for, and we're here to let him talk, just like we've had all kinds of people. We've had Black Panthers on our show. We've had the alt-right on our show. And uh, long story short, uh, we're coming to a break soon, but we're going to get to Ed and get his full platform the second hour, and we want people to call in if you have a question, 504-556-9696. And like Nathan was saying, you know, Nathan's been uh, ridiculed for calling out some of the people that he thinks is behind taking down the monument. Walter like, Isaacson, like Walt Isaacson, this globalist, this internationalist who is a council and foreign relations member, Bilderberg member, a trilateral commission. Aspen he is behind. As, he ran the Aspen Institute. We had the guest, Patrick Wood, mm-hmm. last week say that on, and he, he knows all about the New World Order. He said, look, the Aspen Institute has been on his radar for decades. 
Walter Isaacson is an internationalist, and he is behind the scenes controlling things here in New Orleans. Yeah, and we're going to be right back. And if you want to call in to Ed Bruce, we're going to let him talk finally. <laughs> uh, we're going to be right, right back. Battle of New Orleans Radio coming to a hard break. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Battle of New Orleans Radio right here in the home of the First Amendment, 990 AM, WGSO in the heart of the Crescent City. We're here with our special guest, mayoral candidate, Mr. Edward Bruski. Good evening. Good evening how, how you doing, Ed? Doing Appreciate well. you coming in. Well, no problem. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, Ed, look, for the, we wanted you in here because, man, we want independent. We want to promote independent, free-thinking you know, candidates that are running. I don't care what side. It doesn't matter if we agree with you at all. It, it doesn't matter it at does, all. We it, just want you to be able to. Well, thank you. For, I appreciate that. And that, mm-hmm. that means a lot because I'm not getting a whole lot of coverage from anyone other than me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you got to you have to use guerrilla marketing techniques and tactics almost because the, the big media outlets aren't going to promote you. So, look, Ed, the mic's yours. Don't waste his time. Tell everybody what you're about, what your platform is, and what you plan on, on how you plan on helping the community. All right. Well, first of all, my name is Ed Bruski, as everyone's already heard, and I'm a registered nurse at uh, Tulane Hospital. Awesome. I have a master's degree in um, health management, which is the equivalent of an MBA, according to Loyola University. They're like, oh, that's the same thing. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Um, I've been a nurse um, since 2005. Uh, I've been in the city 10 years. And I know that's one of the things that they're going to say. They're like, well, you're not from here. And you're right. I'm not from here. That's all you can trail it from here either. I I moved here and um, I I fell in love with the city. Actually, I was one of those people, the 13-week contract, and I never left. And um, I I bought a house here. I live in Central City. So, you know, I've seen a lot. Since I've been here, I've seen a lot of change, but I've seen some really disturbing things like the uh, opiate overdose rate mm. higher than the murder rate. Um, I, I've called the police twice because I had gunshots outside my window. Um, there were six people that were shot on 2nd and Dryas, which is like 150 yards from my house. I had somebody shot in the back of the head um, a block behind me, and um, something's got to change. And what I want to do is I want to establish, like, community policing, mm. which I, uh, New York and some of the other larger communities are doing that. And that instills trust amongst the police. I mean, right now the police are getting a bad rap. Uh, there's a couple of shootings um, that I was reading about where you know, police are involved and everyone's there with their cell phone recording all this. And you don't even know what happened. And they're already condemning, you know. So and my father was a policeman. My mom was a CNA. Both of them worked nights. Um, you know, so I had extended family where I grew up and was under their care. But uh, basically, I want to focus on um, trade school. I believe getting a trade school in this community, getting it back to the basics. I know I don't know how old you guys are, but I, I remember trade schools. They taught carpentry. They taught uh, auto mechanic, mm-hmm. welding. welding. And, I mean, got welding in this state. I mean, with that's, the, that's a six-figure job. That's a $100,000 I mean, yeah, a job. I mean, so if the trade schools can we, you know, because the school board works with us. They don't work. You know, we work. they work for us. Mm-hmm. We tell them right. what we want. So there's no reason why we can't establish some trade schools. One, two, just like a pilot program, see how it works out. These people can come out. They can read a tape measure. I mean, I worked construction before, and so I, I know how important just the basic skills are. And they can walk up to an electrician shop and say, hey, I went to, you know, XYZ trade school, and I studied, you know, wiring and electrical work and, and get hired as an apprentice. 
above average wage for you know this minimum wage thing and then there you are you, you got a, a marketable skill and then you know your people are talking about well you know we got all these all, you know sanctuary city well look if you hire within the community from the local people no one will come because there won't be any jobs right Right. So I'm not saying you're you know, not always going to hear that car. Well, nobody wants to do these jobs. Which, well, yeah, 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 right. But no, there's. I mean, like you said, six figure job for welding. Plumbers make eighty thousand uh, dollars. Easy. I mean, sign me up. Yeah, I mean that, that doesn't sound like a bad e- idea. You know, Ed, I, I'm a I'm a contractor, and I, I have experience dealing with. You know the the, the workers coming from Central uh, Central America and Mexico. Look, the thing is. These workers aren't even cheap. It's cheaper for a contractor in this area to hire a white guy or a black guy that are citizens than to hire an illegal alien. The illegal aliens are more expensive wow. than, than citizens. Now that that tells you, and that that's insane to me. You, you, you know, so what I you're mean, saying there's like what there's no incentive locally. No, to, look, the, the, the what they'll do is work. Is that what you're saying? The the you know, the, the undocumented uh, immigrants there, they'll stand at Lowe's on Elysian Fields. They will not work for less than 150 to $200 a day. So they know they, they know that there's no competition? Is that what yeah, you're saying? they like, won't do oh, it. We're not really worried but, about the natives. But a job. white guy or a black guy who's from here, 80 to 100 bucks a day. <laughs> and that, that's crazy to me. But anyway, but, but go ahead, Ed. I'm, I'm ranting. Oh, no, bit. that's all right. And, um, you know, that's one of the things. Because, first of all, if you have a job, you got decent income. You're less likely, you know, idle hands are devil's workshop, whatever you, right. whatever cliche you want to use for that. And, you know, they have incentive to work. They you know, get a good job. If they want to leave, they can leave the city. Hey, where'd you learn how to plumb? Where'd you learn how to mm-hmm. weld? Well, I learned in New Orleans at the trade school there. And it's you number You can take one, that trade anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they come back or if they stay here, you know, good money, pay your taxes, et cetera, you know, and then become productive people. In, in the city. Well, well, imagine this, Ed. If New Orleans is known for having this awesome trade school system in place, you're going to attract people to come here from these other areas because, look, let's face it. We have hundreds of thousands of people nationwide that have college degrees and master degrees, and they are unemployed. Oh, so yeah. these trades are very important. You can start off in the construction field with no experience at 10 to $13 an hour. That's way better than starting off at 7 or $8 an hour at McDonald's or Starbucks or wherever. So I think that's a great idea, you know, the trade school. So I really like that. The, yeah. que- the question is, not to interrupt, is, is does the city, the current administration really want to curb crime no, no they don't because the last couple of weeks since the monuments came down and they see the momentum of the boycotts like i said earlier they might want to boycott because guess what oh these restaurants are closing they're bringing in their corporate buddies oh dave and buster's just opened up a uh, waffle house on canal i mean my grandma lived right by that waffle house i don't ever remember seeing chains there it was all mom and pops white and black owned mom and pop restaurants now you got sephora selling jewelry from where from overseas just opened last friday that's yeah. in the French Quarter. So maybe they're fine with this boycott. Maybe they're fine with these places getting boycotted and closing up and people relocating. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 sad because it's hurting it the, it's it's hurting the locals. You know, I, we even, agree with I, you on that. I, 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 I hire locals, I work, I purchase locals, you know, I I, I count You try to times. reinvest locally, yeah. So yeah. Like, we're coming to a break in about twenty seconds. We're gonna be back with Ed Bruski. If anybody wants to call in five oh four 
1-800-656-9696. We'll be right back. Look, hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel, Battle NOLA Radio. Battle NOLA Radio on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. We'll be right back. WGSO. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. You're listening to Battle of New Orleans Radio right here in the home of the First Amendment, 990 AM WGSO in the heart of the Crescent City. We have a full studio. We have Mr. Edward Brewski, mayoral candidate in studio, and we also have another candidate. We have Mr. Kenneth Kutno, who's running for city council at large. So he's also in studio. We're going to give this next segment to Edward, and then we're going to introduce Mr. Kutno. So go ahead, Edward. Let's finish talking about your platform and, and, and how do we, um, you know, really change the guard in New Orleans because we are so sick of the establishment that is really driving us over the cliff. So go ahead. Uh, one of the things, like I talked about, was the, um, the trade schools. I love that idea. Uh, charity hospital and um i know kenneth is going to talk about it probably too but we have a beautiful building that's made out of granite that's not going anywhere new orleans can go underwater that, that is a building, building will be there for the next thousand some years it's made out of granite and what we need to use that for is for um, treatment of substance abuse alcohol abuse with the money that um actually uh, one of the budget items that trump had talked about and I, you know whatever you think about him that's up to you but was like a $500 million opioid um, grant. So why can't we lobby as a city to get this, get some of this money and help with this? Because like I said the opioid uh, overdose rate is greater than the murder rate. Mm-hmm. We have people that are homeless that are, and look, I, I'm, I, I can personally talk about what, what the opioid um, issue. My daughter's currently up, in um, a treatment facility in a couple hours from here. I'm not going to name it. But she's, you know, in there for 18 months mm-hmm. for trying to kick her issue. So I understand. And, you know, it's a choice, yes. But once you're hooked, you got it. I mean, there's nothing. It, it becomes a disease process. And I think we should address that because, number one, you'll cut down homelessness. You'll yes. cut down mental health issues. You'll cut down on crime. And it's all focused. It's like a spoke on a wheel, and you can just keep on going, and, and you can trace it back. I mean, you know, it, people inadvertently get started on it. They uh, become addicted to pain medication, and then they can't afford it because then they change the schedule on it. And then the next thing you know, you're looking for yeah. some way to, you know. Yeah, they're on heroin, next thing you know. You know, and, and a lot of these people, they'll get injuries. They go to the doctor. And then the doctor prescribes them uh, some Vicodin or hydrocodone. And next thing you know, uh, a month later, they're completely addicted. And then, you know, a month after that, you know, they're trying to go score, you know, some some dope on the corner. And then after you use dope five to six times the heroin, you know, you're almost guaranteed to start using it uh, intravenously. And then that's really when it's very, very difficult to get off of. And it's very, very sad. Go ahead, Edward. Well, I'm just and then, you know. My one of my minors is in substance abuse, oh, so terrible. I understand. I stand. I, I kind of understand what's going on, and I see it at work. You know, I see the addiction, the alcohol. What happens with alcohol? Watching a watching a twenty four year old die of liver failure is not exactly something pretty. And just um, no. there's not enough resources. The state's talking about cutting mental health services. The more you can reach out and help these people return to productive citizens, you know. And live life and, and get to see things. I mean, that's why I got this little girl that's right across from me over here is because uh, the court took her away from her mother, and we are her 
permanent guardian now. I mean, I'm going through Parenthood 2.0. It's a little different, i got to say. But uh, there's all kinds of things. Uh, one of the other things, first responders, we talked about the police department, community policing. We need to – there's five ambulances in this city at night. 300,000-some people, five ambulances. Yeah, that's – I mean, night watch I, – I, I was kind of a night watch junkie because they talked about Tulane all the time. And uh, we need to attract – more people that want to become first responders. We need to show that the positive things that they do, including the fire department, the police department, the city, these are our frontline people. This is almost like a battlefield out there. I mean, I'm surprised you don't see some of these people with, uh, uh, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder. I mean, what they see every day, the shootings, the stabbings, the the substance abuse issues. And this city is a great city. Oh, my God. I mean, I I came here as, as a tourist and never really left the quarter. Until, you know, I came here one day and just started wandering around. And next thing I know, I'm, I, I volunteered to come here after Katrina. They sent me to Lafayette, and I got a little flavor of Lafayette. And then the next thing I know, I'm, I'm here, and that's been 10 years now. And I, I, and I love is, it. And this is your home now. Yes, it is. And um, I enjoy the people. Oh, my God, the, some of the things that I've seen. And, and you know, <laughs> that's why I'm running for mayor, because I want to preserve the, the culture the, the southern, if you want to say the southern charm, for lack of a better word, but it is. There's a, a friend of mine comes down here, and he's like, every comes down every Mardi Gras, and he goes, Ed, there is something about this place. It's, I don't know if it's in the air, in the in the water, whatever you want to say. You know, I had an old patient tell me I was taking care of him, and he's like, Where are you from? I said, Well, I live right outside of Pensacola, and I'm you know came here to help. He goes, Yeah, once you drink the water, we got you. Yeah. Well, I I did. I took a big old swig and. Um, here I am. So, but there's all kinds of things. My website. Let me plug this before Absolutely. we go, and it's uh, www. Yeah, three W's. Yeah, brewskiformayor. Um, and the Facebook page is Brewski for Mayor. Or if you do the hashtag, you can go uh, Brewski for Nola hashtag. You know that, and they'll all direct you to this. Um, I'm I'm a basic down to earth guy. I'm I, I'm a family person. Um, really really care deeply about the city and i want to get and i'll work harder they may have more money than i do but i tell you what if they knock on 100 doors i'm going to knock on 105 if they go to 20 meetings i'm going to go to 25 no one's going to outwork me in this uh, as mayor if i'm elected and in this campaign i work full-time and i'm doing this full-time well awesome that's great look people give give edward you know give him a shot you look at his platform, see if he's for you. But look, whatever you do, please, let's keep the Latoya Cantrells, who is a globalist in training. She is part of the Aspen Institute since 2014, the same global institute that Walter Isaacson ran for 14 years. It's where globalists go to train. Do not put this woman in office. I don't care who you elect or who you vote for, but, you know, give Edward a shot because he is an independent guy. Let's really change the culture. We don't need any more of these establishment hacks because this is what we've gotten. We've gotten, look, Mayor Landrew has sold us to every international, global, United Nations treaty known to man. The Resiliency City is the Rockefeller Foundation United Nations program. Okay, he signed us into that. The Strong Cities Initiative, another United Nations uh, program. The Paris Climate uh, Accord, he, he got. He, he was over there gallivanting with the Pope two years ago. Okay, meeting. He's just running around 
plotting and planning all these international ideas here in New Orleans, guess what? How about New Orleans be for New Orleans? How about New Orleans not be for these United Nations plans? How about we keep it local? I like local. You know, I don't know about y'all. I like going to Rouse's and buying local groceries. I don't want to support these internationalists. And by electing people like Latoya Cantrell, I promise you, I guarantee, like Justin Wilson used to say, that you will get more of the same. So let's give people like Edward Bruschi, uh, I, I don't care, Frank Scarlock, anybody, anybody, you know, Mr. Kenneth Cutno for city council, anybody in opportunity besides these same people. Okay, look, Michael Bagnaris might be a great guy. Guess what? He owes $100,000 in back taxes. Jason Williams, another city councilman, he owes $100,000 in back taxes. Neither one of them paid their federal taxes for almost a decade. Nobody wants to talk about that. Let's talk about it. Look, you know, but, you know, I can't owe the city of New Orleans a dollar or they're coming to get me. But these people can owe $100,000 for a decade. What do you know? Edward, are you allowed to owe $100,000? No. No, I'm paid up, man. Yeah, well, that's great, man. I'm glad to hear. Look, we're about to go to break. Plug your website one more time, Edward. It's the www.brewskiformayor.com, and uh, Facebook is Brewski for Mayor. And I appreciate the time, and um, you're going to enjoy talking to Ken because uh, he's a good guy, and I'm actually endorsing him. I'm- awesome. So. Well, I, we, we appreciate both of y'all gentlemen coming. You know, we'll, we'll give y'all many more opportunities before the election. Really thank, you know, thank y'all. Look, ladies and gentlemen, you listen to Battle of New Orleans, go hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel, Battle Nola Radio. When we come back, we're going to go to Mr. Kenneth Cutno, who's running for City Council of New Orleans. He, he is also not a part of this establishment. So look, let's get rid of this United Nations establishment that has usurped New Orleans. Let's give it back to Louisiana. Let's give it back to the New Orleanians. Let's take the city back, one vote at a time. Battle of New Orleans Radio will be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Battle of New Orleans Radio. Without further ado, let's go straight to our guest so he's got plenty of time. Mr. Kenneth Cutno. He is running for city council at large. Let's give him an opportunity to explain his platform and give him a chance. How are you doing tonight, Kenneth? We really appreciate you coming in the studio, buddy. Well, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I know, look, you know, you're outside of the the controlled political establishment, and I know it's very hard, you know, even on a local level to get your name and platform out there because they'll just ignore you because, it, you know, you're dangerous to the system and the cogs. So we want to give you an opportunity. Tell the listeners out there what you stand for, what you want to do, and, and how you will be, be the best city councilman you could be. Well... I intend to be the voice for the people. I believe that the voice of the people should be the voice of government. Amen. Uh, I would like to be the person that's going to stand against the political establishment. And I think that with me as your council member, by being your council member, I would be able to uh, exert more authority oh. and to speak against the wasting government, the corruption, the fraud and the crime that is being committed by our political establishment. Well, a- amen. J- just by saying that, uh, I mean, you got my vote right now. I mean, I'm, I am so sick of these people. You know, I'm just so sick of the lack of transparency. 
you know, uh, Kenneth. So, you know, that's good. That's good to hear. Well, Kenneth is talking about the crime issue. You know, we, we, we exposed the fact that Mitch Landrew was uh, sitting on his hands. He could have hired more cops. He didn't do it. He gave he gave American Traffic Solutions, the red light camera company from Arizona. He gave them an additional he gave them an additional twelve million dollars that he could have used that twelve million dollars to hire more police officers. So so what do you think about that, uh, Kenneth? Have you what do you let me ask you this. What do you think about these red light cameras? Uh, if I'm elected, my first action would be to repair, replace, and remove all traffic cameras. A- a- amen. A- amen. I've been saying that for a while here. No, uh, not even a company from the state. They are they are more concerned about the red light camera than the people in this city. A- Our elderly, uh, the elderly seniors, uh, uh, has a meal on wheel program. Mm-hmm. Now, they prefer to put the money in the traffic camera than to put a million dollars in the meal on wheel program <laughs> for the elderly people, you know. So, so it, yes. Hey, Kenneth, do you know that every time – the city of New Orleans only gets about 13% of, those, of that money. And do you know that the companies, American Traffic Solutions out of Scottsdale, Arizona, that 30% of that company is owned by Goldman Sachs and offshore international banks. So every time a citizen of New Orleans – gets one of these cameras, the money goes to Arizona and then offshore. So how sickening is that? The money's not even staying here locally. Well, as a city council member, one of my uh, proposals is to make sure that all jobs goes to New Orleans people first. Thank you. All businesses, all contracts goes to New Orleans business first. Thank you. We need to invest in our own community. We need to invest in the people in our community. If we would put more money into the businesses and the residents of New Orleans and create more jobs, that would create more taxes, which would bring more revenues for us, instead of trying to depend upon $5 million from the traffic cameras. Yeah, yeah. no, a- absolutely. We have, Kenneth, with all the people that come to the city and spend their money, New Orleans, we only have 300,000 people. We have enough money in this city. If we if it was used properly, to to have a great infrastructure and have a great city that our city is great, but to have a city that really ran properly, the money's there. It just hasn't been getting spent properly. Uh, excuse me. That's why our my intention is to make sure that we look at the budget, eliminate all the waste from the budget, eliminate all fraud and misuse of our funds, and put it in an appropriate place where the people would like for the money to go. Uh, just like you stated, we made what seven million tourists came to this city last year, yeah. and we collected ten million dollars. Uh, we had a Bayou Classic, Southern University uh, Bayou Classic, that weekend. Two hundred thousand people came to the city of New Orleans. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Fifty million dollars that weekend uh, from the Bayou Classic. Alone. In Mardi Gras, Jazz Mardi Fest. Mardi Gras, Jazz, jazz Fest. Fest, Voodoo Fest. We're about Essence to have Essence Fest, Essence Fest yeah, next Fest. week. That, that's, more, that's a few more tens of millions of dollars. Saints millions games, of dollars. Saints games. You know? Now, now, now the, one of the main reasons why I'm running is because the money is not coming mm-hmm. to our community. Mm-hmm. They're not, you know, we need to have a major urban revitalization in the mm-hmm. city. But, but we need mm-hmm. to make sure that the funds are earmarked. Mm-hmm. Well, it has been earmarked. Is being utilized for the community and not for some pet project that the mayor may wish to utilize the money for. We collect over billions and billions of dollars 
after Hurricane Katrina. Well, now now we're seeing Kenneth this uh, a Landrew company affiliated with his family are involved with redoing Bourbon Street right now. So you're seeing all this, uh, you know, <laughs> backdoor deals, backdoor deals, and all this, like you said, you know, and we got to get rid of this uh, this tyranny, basically, you know, a situation where people are doing a lot of shady stuff. Well, well, we what the Bourbon Street is, is going to cost us forty million dollars. Mm-hmm. So the, the, right now, I really don't think that was a good idea. No. You know, because, uh, first of all, we're about to have Essence. Yes. Within next week, two weeks from now. And, and, and Bourbon Street shut down. Shut down. Hmm. And you look, Kenneth, look at all these other projects, whether it's it's on Napoleon Avenue, whether it's on Jefferson Avenue. Good, my favorite coffee shop in the city, I was there eight years on Jefferson and Ferret uh, Village. It had to shut down because it lost so much business from that Jefferson uh, you know, Avenue project that, that w- ran over years and still isn't finished. So, uh, so the Bourbon Street project <clears throat> isn't going to go like planned. Go ahead. I'm right. sorry. Well, I'm, I'm agreeing with you because I truly believe Bourbon Street would not be the same <laughs> if this project is over. No. 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 And you talked about these urban, you know, you know some of these urban projects. You know, w- one of the part of the problems, Kenneth, is after Katrina – we had all this grant money that we received, and this grant money had so many strings attached that was attached to these these spinoffs and these NGOs that belonged to the United Nations, and all these foundations were funneling money in here. And it became an international city after Katrina due to all of the grant money with the strings attached, and I can prove this very easily. And And we need to take it out of these hands – of these international forces and give it to the local people because the local people here in New Orleans are suffering. Mm-hmm. Well, and the people need to understand <clears throat> that we, the people, have the right to reform our government. Yes. To change it, to uh, make the government work for the people. But in order for us to do that, we must all come together mm-hmm. and vote together and unite. We must really come together and vote together. Against the establishment, against all the old career politicians. Amen. Why well, keep electing the same people <laughs> over and over again, and you can still get the same results? That's the definition of insanity. Insanity. Mm-hmm. Well, look, we got two minutes left, Kenneth. Any final final uh, statements you want to make to your constituents who might be listening at home right now? I would just would like for everybody to please give me the consideration and vote for me, and uh, and to help my campaign, and to uh, volunteer. And put in your energy and your time. Let your neighbors know, your friends know. Talk to everybody because this is very important. The political establishment controls the political system. It's hard for an outsider like myself that is very independent to win an election against the political establishment. But if we, the people, come together, Mm. we can do it. But it's going to be up to us, the people, all together, working together, uniting together for one cause, and that is to reform our government and to make it better for everybody in the city. Uh, I love that, man. That's great stuff, Kenneth. And, and do you have a Facebook page or a website people can go to? How do people follow your campaign? Uh, it's Kenneth Cutno, New Orleans City Council. I have a Facebook page, Kenneth Cutno. I have three pages. So uh, but my website is coming up soon, but I don't have none right now. But just go, just, just look me up on Facebook and you will see all my information. It, look, Kenneth, spell it last name, C-U-T-N-O. Look, Kenneth right, right now, Kenneth's got my vote, but one thing, the red light cameras. They have usurped get us. Rid of the red light cameras. Th- that's yep. right. I, I, get, like that. I, I live off Carrollton. I get three a, three week. a week. Three a week. 
And I'm not speeding. It's totally ridiculous. It is a fraud. It's a false. The, the city's at a, a pendulum affordable point. Affordable housing must also be one of the main issues, it, too, because we are pushing the people uh, out of the city. And, look, we're coming to the end of the show, Kevin. We'll have you on again next next time. Battle Norris Radio. Thanks for tuning in. This is Michael Savage. Give me 15 minutes, and I'll give you America. I'm not only delighted, but I'm excited to be back on radio in New Orleans, the city I love most, right here on 990 AM WGSO. Did you know that Sandy Hook was a staged event where no children died? That the school had been closed since 2008 and there were no children there? Thirteen experts, including six Ph.D., current or retired college professors, proved that it was a two-day FEMA drill presented to the public as a real event. We even have the manual. There was a rehearsal on the 13th going live on the 14th. Some participants became confused and put up donation sites the day before. Even the shooter was recorded as dying before the event. You have been played by Eric Holder and Barack Obama. Now Hillary wants to extend the deception by posing as a champion of Sandy Hook to confiscate your guns. Don't let yourself be played. Nobody died at Sandy Hook. If you want to get a grip on just what fake news is, then I'd suggest you get the book, Nobody Died in Boston, at PatriotRadioBooks.com. That's PatriotRadioBooks.com.